Did we all know that Paul Rubens was in one episode of Star Wars Rebels? Yes, I did. Do you know who he played? RX-24. Do you know who RX-24 is, Devin? No clue. Disney adult Devin doesn't know who RX-24 is? <laughs> no. Who Star Tours. Star Tours. Yeah. No shit, really? Yeah. Yeah. There's an episode where they legit have that character. Oh, shit. Yeah, maybe you should watch the show. I know, but... Uh... But, but, but watch the show. <laughs> I know, it's such a... Listen, I have to watch the bear season two and then I'll get to it. Let's talk about movies. Hey everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And I'm back. I, I hope you guys had fun last week without me. We missed you. We're, we're back at the same same bet time, same bet channel. Uh, back to our normal time slot because somebody went back to work today. Ryan. Ryan had off. I don't know why I'm picking you? on you today, Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm just coming in hot. Yeah. I don't mean it. Disney, it's a good Devin, thing that one didn't even phase me. <laughs> Disney adult Devin's a dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, we have to quantify are. that. They we have to are. quantify oh, it, why we're gonna, calling me Disney adult Devin in a second. No, no, that's the cold open of the show. So if you want to find out why, listen to the podcast on Spotify <laughs> or Apple Podcasts. Um, so, yeah, uh, I took last week off. Uh, I was dealing with some stuff, uh, part of which was my move, which is done. I only have one residence now. I'm back in the middle class, guys. Um, <laughs> but I still have a bunch of stuff to unpack, but it's coming along. So, But I was, can, I was able to get my good camera out. So, You look great, and I want you to use that curtain behind you for dramatic reveals. Like, Surprise from now you. on. Ladies and gentlemen, <gasps> like my... No, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> you imagine I just had Mike Myers like buy my water heater? Like... Listen, we've been on a call for 30 minutes. If you had Mike Myers hiding back there for 30 minutes, I'd be so mad. Throw me a freaking bone here. Um, we have to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Um, before we get into all of that, how are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. It's been a good week. It's been a busy week, but a really good one. And we'll talk about why it was a little bit weird later. But okay. yeah, good week, man. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say Devin, we know how his week went. <laughs> hey, there might have been bright spots that he didn't tell us about. <laughs> well, there is one and we'll get in we'll we'll get into that then. Um okay. but before we before we do that, Ryan, how are you? You good? I'm I'm doing okay. I, I'm I'm sad that we can't see your anniversary present that you showed us. Can 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 you turn can can you turn it or not? <laughs> and that's my water bottle uh that's a another water bottle water flavored water <laughs> i just thought there's gonna be continuous flavored waters <laughs> why do you have so many flavored waters because i've been drinking them like on the shows and i just don't remove them because you know i just don't but yes these are racks that Kristen got me for our anniversary um so i can line up all of my hot wheels uh that i collect 
and they're kind of scattered. I'm trying to do like a color thing where it's like mm-hmm. all the white, red, and then go through like the, the color scale. Um, it got to the point where I just was like, I was separating, separating, and then I kind of stopped and I was just like, I'm just going to throw them up. So like, <laughs> it's almost that way now. I just got to finish it. But the last row is all of my like movie cars and stuff that nice. I've gotten. But yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, it's a lot better than it just being in the ottoman on the floor over here. Yeah, uh, I found all of my Hot Wheels in the move, and I'm like, I they're all in their boxes still, but I want to get like a cool track and just have that in my basement. Because that my basement, would be so my, cool. I like I I am just uh, doing a bunch of stuff. My, my wife's bringing me something. Um, <laughs> I, I I've got a cool idea for decorating my new space. Because uh, you guys know, I, I I go to a toy show every year in in Carlisle, right? I want to mm-hmm. show show you my big purchase this year. That is incredible. Explain it for our audio people. This this is Val Kilmer's Batwing from Batman Forever. Oh, that's so and that's the my, expensive one. Oh, it's the expensive. And it's missing it's missing the the capsule that he, Batman actually goes in. But my plan is, because I have this, I have the Independence Day ship that I got last year, and I have an Enterprise. I'm going to get fishing line and just hang them from the nice. ceiling. Oh, and incredible. Like eventually get a Millennium Falcon and a TARDIS. And... Uh, I cannot wait to visit you and bat them yeah. around like a cat. It's going to be great. Have them hanging above the air hockey table right next to the, <laughs> the, the arcade cabinet. All of which is happening. Like All of that's happening down here. Like It's going to be awesome. And you're not allowed to call it a man cave. It's the bat cave. Like it's, it's the bat, bat cave. cave. There it's you go. Cave. There you go. Very, very specific um, bat things. Yes. Um, That's yeah, incredible. It's, it's going to be awesome. Uh, but uh, it was it was a weird weekend because we we finished up at the old place and the one room that I was responsible for cleaning out was the closet Ryan and I started the, the podcast in. Um, so stay tuned to our Instagram page because I've got a photo of that to, to share with everyone. And I think, I, I think you... I have photos from when we started too, that I'm going to show you the before and after. Is it literally just you two in the closet? Yeah, but I decorated the walls and stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. See, that's cool. I want those. Yeah. Um, let's get, let's get, let's get real for a minute. Um, we're going to, before we start the show, we usually talk about things that we watched uh, in pop culture. We're going to get, we're going to do that. But before we do, we wanted to talk a little bit about the late Paul Rubens. Um, uh, Paul Rubens, best known for playing Pee Wee Herman in the Pee Wee Herman films and Pee Wee's Playhouse and a whole bunch of other stuff on the internet. Uh, passed away uh, of cancer. Uh, we wanted to talk about we we didn't want to do a big top Pee Wee on the show, uh, but we've all seen <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Um, how do you guys feel about Paul Rubin's passing? It, it's a shock. I mean, he didn't. I mean, good for him. He didn't come forward about it. I personally like the fact that he didn't. Um, so, but. But because he didn't, like, nobody knew outs- outside of who he wanted. It, uh, it came as a shock. Like, I I couldn't believe it. That and his, uh, f- uh, his like, fan Facebook page 
on Facebook, like there's like a dedicated like Pee Wee Herman like fan mm-hmm. page. They came out with it, and it took like 25 minutes for any of the major, like uh, even TMC to come out with it. I found that to be very interesting that they were that like locked down about the whole situation. Well, it, it, it's weird because like sometimes news organizations don't like, especially with something like this, you don't want to break it without vetting your sources. So good on TMZ for not yeah. taking a Facebook groups <laughs> news and just publishing it right away. Um, yeah. Devin, how do you feel? Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously sad. This is one of those things that when it broke, I was like, I know you oh, are. Yeah, what you- am I? <laughs> I'm kind of, it's also one of those things that I was like, yeah, all right. He's not dead. Like this is some like, you know, crappy thing that's going around and I'll Google it and he'll be fine. And you know, but that part really sucks. I think we never played a big part in my movie watching or TV show watching. I think like when Adult Swim picked up Pee Wee's Playhouse, I watched a couple of episodes when I was like bored and a teen. But like for the most part, I never really watched much of him. I think my favorite thing that he's been in was Smash Mouth's all-star music video as Spleen. But like... It's so interesting of me to, or for me to see how many of my, yeah, no, I did this to make Ryan mad, <laughs> uh, but I, I, it's interesting for me to see how many of my friends really, really cared about him and like that he was a formative part of their childhood growing up and, and that's, you know, that's really a shame. Yeah. No, I, now yell at me, Ryan. I, 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 it, whatever. <laughs> Um, then yeah, no, I, I grew up watching the show. Like I grew up watching Did you? the show. Yes. Uh, I had like an 18 inch, uh, van, uh, what's, what's the word? The, the thing with the ventriloquist, ventriloquist, thank you. Ventriloquist. Yeah. That's a hard word. Yeah, especially when, yeah, you can't. But anyway, um, I had, like, an 18-inch doll of him that was that. And then I also had, like, the tiny little, like, micro figure of him growing up. So, yeah, like, it, it, he was part of my TV watching growing up as a kid. Um, but, yeah, no, it's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's It's nice that he went out with some dignity, like releasing mm-hmm. a statement, pr- having it prepared. Like that's, that was touching and thanking his fans and like it, it it's rough, but, um, he will be missed. So absolutely. Well, absolutely. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's move. Let's raise our bow ties to Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Um, so this is the part of the show where we talk about things we watched in pop culture because of the ongoing writers and actors strike. We are not going to be talking about anything new in pop culture. Um, but I did want to tell a story adjacent to something new in pop culture. Um, I saw Oppenheimer and I had a rough week last week. I'm not going to review Oppenheimer. I'm going to tell you about my experience going to see it. Um, because I moved recently, so I have new movie theaters closer to me. And with Oppenheimer, I was like, I'm going to go see this at IMAX. Uh, after having the, the week that I had last week, I was like exhausted and like on a spur of the moment. It's like, okay, I'm going to buy tickets. We're going to go see Oppenheimer and IMAX. 
go to this new theater that it was new to me uh, about 45 minutes away because it's the closest IMAX screen. Get there, get in our seats. And I'm like, you know, this is the smallest IMAX screen I've ever seen in my life. Like I, I was kind of upset. I was like, yeah, I'm here. I didn't buy the right tickets for IMAX. Oh, no. I, felt, I made such a big point about going to this theater to see it in IMAX, and I bought the wrong tickets. <laughs> so I still have not seen Oppenheimer in IMAX. So thought that Without, was a fun story to tell. Oh, a, did you think you lost something? Like, I haven't seen it yet. Would you recommend doing the IMAX thing? I thought it was – we thought it was IMAX just because of the sound. Like, the sound was insane. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would go see it again and see it in IMAX for real this time. So, okay. But yeah, wow. that was just a fun story. I thought I'd tell you guys. Um, <laughs> that makes me so sad, Alan. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It, meh. it made me sad too. I was like, I, we went to dinner afterwards. Like, like I know I, I shouldn't be this upset about it, but I'm very upset about this right now. Aww. So, um, Devin, what what did you see this week? Literally the polar opposite of what your story is going to be. Guys, I, I don't know how much prep work you have into what I've done this week or how much you've seen, but they turned something into a musical. Uh, and it wasn't the Pee Wee Herman show on Broadway, believe it or not, but it's akin to it. Uh, I watched SpongeBob the Musical uh, this weekend, and you know what? It was great. It was super fun was it like the best musical i've ever seen no not at all it did did it win a tony award or should it probably not but i think that it was the best version of what a spongebob musical ever could be they yeah i have a question yes was it pretty much just an episode yeah kind of i mean it was (laughs) that's it was that's a a two-hour-long episode really that's all it needs to be yeah. <laughs> like seriously I, I i i'm a bit aware of this just from it being on broadway but i haven't listened to like any of the songs from it are they songs from the show or are they original is it both like it's a bit so obviously they end the show with a rollicking rendition of the theme song because of course they do uh and then that best day ever song from the first movie uh is also also makes an appearance but dude there's a song that SpongeBob sings called Simple Sponge. It slaps. It has no right to go so hard. It's so good. And the interesting thing about this this musical is that I had the playbill somewhere here. They have songs, like all the songs in it are from different real artists. It's not like the Nickelodeon producers coming up with stuff. Aerosmith's done a song. Panic at the Disco's done a song. David Bowie's done a song. Like each song is by like, real people hold on i have hold on one sec the list of artists that lent their songs to this uh yolanda adams steven tyler and joe perry of aerosmith sarah Bareilles, jonathan colton uh edward sharp and the magnetic zeros flaming lips lady a cindy lopper john legend panic at the disco plain white tees they might be giants ti david bowie and tom kenny and andy paley (laughs) ti The SpongeBob musical, guys. What T. happened? Has a song in the SpongeBob musical. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I, I I'm more impressed about Bono and the Edge. Yeah. Oh, did you even say? Did you say them or not? 
Bono and the yeah, Edge. You, you, you said you said uh, Aerosmith, didn't you? Uh, yeah, Aerosmith. Yeah. Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. Yeah, I love that still... Aerosmith wanted to go after the Bono and the Edge money from the, the Spider-Man musical that flopped. <laughs> I mean, they arguably tied themselves to a safer project. Literally safer. Like, yeah. you're not flying, <laughs> flying sponges around the, the ceiling. <laughs> You'd um, be surprised. Uh, in the chat, David Bowie came back from the dead for SpongeBob. Like, <laughs> I had that thought, too. How long has his musical yeah. been running? I mean, I'm sure it's his estate. Yeah. Or if they just use his song, like, they don't, like... So is it a jukebox musical, then? No, you'd think so, but it's not. They're, like, real SpongeBob-related songs. Like, there's a a song with Sandy and SpongeBob called Chop to the Top, where they have to climb a mountain of discarded water bottles, and they chop their way to the top of it. It gets gets a little bit... I yeah. need to see this. And it does deserve a Tony Award. <laughs> Listen, I think it either was, and no, it was nominated for it. It might have won for a set design. And we saw a UK traveling production, and the sets were fine. But if you look at the Broadway sets for it, like, they went hard. And, like, it looks real good, the Broadway stuff. Okay. So, yeah, I, I would recommend it. You know, if you want a <laughs> silly, fun time, go watch SpongeBob the Musical. <laughs> I'm checking to see if it won any awards, like any Tonys. I, I mean, that. See, things like I never watched SpongeBob when it was airing. Like I've gone back and watched a few episodes here and there because uh-huh. of the age difference between Kristen and I. Like Kristen has seen a lot more SpongeBob than like I ever probably will. Um, but I've never seen a bad SpongeBob episode. Like everything's just like Ren and Stimpy isk. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why, like I, like I always roll my eyes at people my age or older that used to and still complain about SpongeBob, and I'm like, we watched Ren and Stimpy. Stop it! Like yeah. we watched. <laughs> In uh, case you were wondering, yeah, at one point Patrick turns to the crowd and goes, "Is mayonnaise an instrument?" Because of course he does. <laughs> that's the line you got to say it. Yeah, yeah. The lid, I, the lid, I, I really, I. I really hope that mayonnaise is an instrument in the in the score. Oh, you know what? I didn't even look. That's something I'm gonna have to look at later. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised that your wife hasn't seen a single episode of SpongeBob and liked the musical. Yeah, that was the interesting part because she's like, "I'll be totally lost." I'm like, "You won't. You absolutely won't." I mean, I think it's like as bad as it gets is like they talk about Sandy's past living in Texas really quickly. But, like, that's really is like, she missed some of the in-jokes, but that's it. Okay. Like I said, it's it's an episode on stage. Yeah. Yeah, like, she was like, why did mayonnaise get such a big laugh? And I'm like, mm, the show. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, Ryan, what did you watch? <laughs> okay, so I need <laughs> to explain like it hurt. <laughs> Okay, so this 30-minute... This doc uh show thing was a vhs tape that i had when i was a kid and i've been looking for this on the internet for the past 15 years on and off because i have such fond memories of watching this over and over and over and over again like i don't think i ever watched a movie on vhs to where the tracking wouldn't work on the vcr to get rid of the static lines I did that to this VHS when I was a kid. Um, it's called Dinosaurs with, with, with an exclamation point. 
Um, a fun-filled trip back into the past. Basically, this kid gives a classroom report on dinosaurs with the help of an animated chalkboard. Um, and Will Vinson's claymation dinosaurs. So, as he's giving his report, the chalkboard turns into, like, a claymation set, and all the dinosaurs go around and, and do dinosaur things. And they... And they explain very basic facts about dinosaurs but here's the thing fred savage is in this and he plays the kid at the beginning like needing to do his report and there's like a dream sequence and he gets lost in a cave full of like you know like smoke on the ground and then that's when it turns into to, to the whole classroom thing i found it on youtube the whole thing it's on youtube and it's been up there for the past 11 years and my problem was that i could never remember the name of this thing whenever i try to look for it and that's why i'd always keep on missing it i've so probably for, watched it three or four for, times this week for anyone wondering it's called dinosaurs with an exclamation point um if you're listening and can't see the image at home i found um, it i found it so the, I will I will put a link to the video in the description so everyone can yeah. watch it and see how Ryan spent his last week. Like this is I've watched it maybe three or four times just for n n n n nostalgia's sake. Like this puts me right back when because th this thing came out in 1987, and I think we might have lost this VHS in our move in 1993 to Pennsylvania. Um. And it's just, it's funny. And any probably else who didn't grow up with this is probably going to watch it and go, this is what you've been looking for for the past 15 years? But I care about it. I care yeah, about but that's, that's the kind of stuff that I genuinely love, though. Like, that stuff that, like, okay, I get it. This is going to mean nothing to you. But back when I was 10, this was the best thing. Yeah. Like, uh, I yeah. think that's so cool. I wanted to make fun of it because I skipped ahead to 18 minutes and 40 seconds and saw a mass graveyard of dead dinosaurs. Yeah. And wanted to make fun of it. But, like, you know, whatever. Like, I've had that movie. It's probably Fightful Goes West for me. Where, like, yeah. it probably doesn't hold up. But, man, was that movie it back in the day. Yeah, and the last half when he's giving the report and there's the claymation dinosaurs, you can hear the classroom in the background. And there's, like, the bully class clown character keeps on making fun of someone's, uh, 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 someone's mother and the someone's name's Margaret. So whenever the kid is, like, saying stuff about the dinosaurs, this kid in the background goes, yeah, like, Margaret's mother. And then there's a woman going, stop it! That's <laughs> pretty it's great. It's very, very, very late 80s. <laughs> it's, good. it's solid writing. Well yeah, done, definitely. the 80s. Oh. All right. Well, check that out. It's on the, it's on the YouTube. Can't I wait for the strike it. to be over so we can talk about new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're grasping for straws, guys. Um, all right, let's get into today's main topic. Uh, it's my pick for the week, and we have a little bit of a trend going on from the last time I was here. Uh, another film set in San Francisco. Um, we're going to call this group of episodes the San Francisco Treat. Um, <laughs> Mike Myers and So I Married an Axe Murderer. Uh, Directed by Thomas Schlemmay. Um, the film stars Mike Myers as a poet who fears commitment and suspects his girlfriend may have a knack for killing off her significant others. Uh, this is a comedy that came out in 1993. Um, 
stars Mike Myers, uh, Nancy Travis, and Anthony LaPaglia. Um, I don't think you... Ryan, have you seen this before the show? I saw this a very, very long time okay. ago. <laughs> um, Devin, you had not seen this, correct? I, I didn't even know this existed. It okay. flew so far under my radar. Yeah, it, it, it's a cult classic for sure because uh, it did not do well at the box office. Um, I wanted to, I have a fun story to tell about my introduction to this movie. Okay. Do you guys remember seeing it? Yeah. The DVD <laughs> yeah. board game. Yeah. It, I think it was it was seen it or the Trivial Pursuit DVD uh, game. We were playing that one Christmas with my uncle and aunt and a clip from this came on. It's the clip of Anthony LaPlaglia and Mike Myers as his dad sitting on the couch couch. And he was <laughs> just tearing into the sides of the kid's head. Like, look at that thing. It's like Sputnik with, with edges. Um, we just lost it. And we're like, like we just got caught up in the scene and just all laughing our asses off. Uh, and then the question came up, what was the name of this movie? And I was like, so I married an ax murderer. Cause I knew it was a thing. Like I had written a paper on like Mike Myers the year before. And so I was like, so I married an ax murderer. And everyone's like, how did you know that? And then no one ever wanted to play that game with me again. Um, <laughs> that was my introduction. Like I'd never seen the movie before, but that, that was my introduction to it. So, um, and then I eventually watched it, I think in college. And this is one that I, I'll watch maybe once a year just because, I like the soundtrack. I think the comedy is underrated. Uh, I even said to my wife, like, I wish Mike Myers did more stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that's my my history with So I Married an Axe Murderer. Uh, Devin, since this was your first watch, what did you think of the film? This was fun. Like, I I really liked it. I think part of me understands why it's, like, so like cult classic and not like classic classic because there are some parts that like i i just don't think age well that are like a little bit of a, an interesting choice and i'll talk about those a little bit later but like overall i thought it was a fun movie i mean it was mike myers workshopping his fat bastard impression and mike myers just <sighs> doing mike myers jokes which i don't hate i you know i thought that was wonderful i like this movie ryan what, what are what are your thoughts for watching it again um, well, my thoughts before watching it again was strictly, oh, I've seen this. I don't remember a thing about it except for maybe a handful of scenes. And I like it. Um, and I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, it's just like Devin said, like, it's Mike Myers being Mike Myers. Um, he does pull one of his, like, characters when, when it comes to the character of his, uh, of his character's father. But other than that, like, I feel like this is this is the closest Mike Myers could ever get to doing a early '90s Tom Hanks film. Oh, fair, all right. Like, like here, this movie is kind of like a like. Let's take Sleepless in Seattle, change it, and Mike Myers it up a little bit, and then you get this type of a thing. Like that's what I mean. Like it, it, it's it's more of just like a straightforward comedy, and he's not playing a cartoonish character as his main. 
role. And I liked it a lot. Yeah, that, that's my big thing about the Mike Myers career. Like, after this, like, outside of this, big his big things in the 90s were Wayne's World and Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Like, that's all he really did after this. Like, I think because this flopped, he stuck to... Like, even Austin Powers wasn't a huge hit at first. Like, that found its audience on VHS at Blockbuster. And then they greenlit the sequel. But... This never had that tracking. It never really picked up because it. it I think the title doesn't help. Because uh, I it, know it, I like the title. I like the title too, but it. It it's just it's a bizarre title when you look at like so, something else like Sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going to say that. Um, I was going to bring that up. Uh, if if it was just titled Axe Murderer. <laughs> I think people would be would have been a little bit more intrigued in going to it. It's 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 the same thing for bands. Like short and simple. Like keep keep names and titles short and simple. Yeah. Like, you, you don't want to have a full sentence. The other thing too is like if you just read the title, it's like so I married an axe murderer. Okay, but if you have Mike Myers say so I married an axe murderer, like you, you can definitely hear him say that in like the Wayne's voice, like the Wayne Wayne voice. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it, it's a easy sell if you know, it's Mike Myers and if you're familiar with Mike Myers, but it's also, it's also a, a, still a tough sell if you, if you're not. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I was Googling the longest movie names because I was like, does this one rank up? It doesn't rank up there. It's not one of the longest movie names, but yeah, it's a little bit wordy, but makes more sense in his in his tone. You're right. Yeah. Um, and he does do the uh, what he goes on to do in Austin Powers, where he plays two characters here. Um, he plays him. He plays his main character and then his own dad, which he based off of his dad. Um, Devin, was that something that you thought didn't age well? No, no, that was perfect. Okay. I. Okay. I, I literally thought he was workshopping the fat bastard character because he's just, you know, he had some of the same, like, oh, dead sexy. And I'm like, yeah, all right. That's, I've heard that line before in a different context. And it was very funny. I don't know if you had this watching it the first time or if it was just me, but <laughs> I, I caught, I was like, oh, that's Mike Myers. And then I like looked to the mom and I'm like, are you also Mike Myers in really good costume? Do you know who that was? I don't know who that was. No, Ryan, do you did you recognize the mom? I recognized her, but I've seen her in so much stuff, but I okay. can't remember her name. I recognized her from. Let me let me get her name because uh, I, I want to be respectful. I rec- recognized her from a Christmas classic. Um, her name's Brenda Fricker. Okay, she is the homeless lady in Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Yeah. Is she? Yes. Holy cow, that is so cool. Or as oh, she's known in the movie, Pigeon Lady. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't realize that was her actual name in the movie. <laughs> oh, they did her um, dirty. Yeah. Um, so were there any... Were there any moments in this that stood out to you 
film-wise, like just storytelling-wise? Because there were a few things that I made note of that I wanted to talk to you guys about, but did anything jump out at you? It was like, oh, that was interesting. That was a cool choice. Just very 90s stuff. Like, the whole opening just screams early 90s. Um, the, the tracking shot of the coffee cup? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. I've seen that in... I've seen that in music videos from the 90s. I've seen that in commercials from the 90s. I've seen other movies do do the same thing. And I know Friends wasn't out by this point, but I would not be surprised if this, like, not that this movie influenced some of their style choices for the coffee shop, but I wouldn't be surprised if just the general consensus on how you film a coffee shop in the 90s like that's where it went to and then friends is where it ended up because like i said i've seen that type of shot done a lot yeah Devin, anything <laughs> stick out to you i really like just i mean just literally filmmaking wise love 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 and will we watch all the time the montage in in the meat shop when he starts working there with her love it <laughs> i absolutely love it it's one of my favorite parts of the movie i was so tempted to thaw out a piece of steak and just hat like wear long sleeves like ah uh, but I didn't. That part mom, made me laugh. Mom, I need to go to the school nurse. <laughs> and then he like touches, like, ow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna bring that part up. Yeah, that yeah. like that that montage is great. There, there's a there's a really cool transition between scenes where it, it wipes, but all like the camera's moving with the wipe, which you don't see often. Um, because I think whoever's behind the camera on this got to have some fun with it because and play around because the technology of having two people, two characters played by the same person was still kind of new from back to the future two in 89. So, um, and it's done well. Like they, like he, it feels like he walks into his space a couple of times. Like the, the big, the, the biggest problem I have with it is Mike Myers performance when he does like, like he's giving it all for the dad, but then his reaction is like, Oh, come on, dad. Like, it's just very <laughs> stiff. But he, he definitely gets better with it um, by the time you get to Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Can I just um, ask an open question to yes. both of you? Guys, what happened to beat poetry? Where did we go wrong that this isn't something that we still do? I can't tell uh, you how much I genuinely, genuinely, this is the part I didn't think aged well, but truly loved the whoa man, whoa, whoa man. man. Every yeah. time, it's so good. Yeah, it, it's a, you can still find people or places that do this. It's no, slam poetry readings. That's uh, so. Is it slam poetry or beat poetry? I think it sounds like slam poetry to me, except for the jazz in the background. I like the jazz. I really didn't like the poetry reading. I really did. Oh, I loved all of it. Uh. Yeah, I was really t- like we have the soundboard now. I was really tempted. Like, I wish I could find find a track. I was going to do the whole thing. Harriet, Harriet, hard-hearted oh. bit harbinger of haggis. Here, Devin, if you want to hear more of that, there's there's a scene in Twenty Two Jump Street um, where one of the characters has to go up unprepared to give a slam poetry reading like that. So I want to make an announcement. I just found out that London has a Genesis poetry slam 
where you do your poetry over top of Genesis songs. Guys, why don't I do this? Dude, you're living in the land of confusion. <laughs> it is the poems write, Not the poems write themselves. <laughs> yeah, we're gone. Is oh, it I just Genesis it. stuff or does Phil Collins stuff make it in there too? I think it's just Genesis. I think it's just Genesis stuff. I, it looks like it's only that. I don't see any Phil Collins stuff well, in Well, Devin, I know what your homework is. It's going to be to go to this. Yeah, we we need... No, we you're going to need to perform at it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. For social media. like Do, do it for the podcast, man. I'm going to. 100%. This is it now. I, I um, need to go to, like, one of them to see what it's like. Like, I need to get my, yes. like, feet wet. Like, are... Are all of them doing it to in the air tonight, or only most of them doing it to in the air tonight? Like I that, need to that, gauge that. That's not Genesis. That's Phil Collins. No, it's not. Isn't it? I could I could have he, sworn. I, great. I missed it. What song? In the air tonight. I think that is that's Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Wow. What Genesis? Genesis is... What Genesis songs are you going to to do it to? Oh, I mean, if I have to pick one, it's going to be. I can't. Oh yeah, I can't dance. It's gonna be that one. Because <laughs> you have and you have to do an interpretive dance to it too. You have to because I mean Mike yeah. Myers does it in the movie. Like at one point he's like point point point, you know, like so, in line with the like. How do the jazz musicians know when to do that? Do they like have I, rehearsals? Mm-hmm. They do. Okay, because I was I the only one that got in the weeds with the mechanics of how slam poetry works now? Like, did I fixate too much on this? You might yeah, have. I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's all improv anyway, like for jazz. So it, if he's if he's the if he's the lead, if they're just doing like twelve bar blues, like mm-hmm. he he can give them different can cues for like the trumpet, and then like they can follow follow along with the beat of the poem. Or he can follow along with the beat of the of the band. Oh, true. It's kind of back and forth. So, it's like scatting, but with words. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got to do this with the podcast now, yeah, guys. I'm so you excited. You do. Uh, I I'm kind of disappointed you didn't write a poem for this. <sighs> if Unless I had want, the time, man. If you want to come up with one on the spot, I won't. I won't be mad. All right. Here we go. Give me a beat. You give me a beat. Of all of the of all of the artistic boom, things to get pressured boom. into, we have to do slam poetry. Drinks are on your lips, but does the liquid nourish your mind? Mike Myers has hips, but does he have kind of hips? That's it. I did it, guys. This poem sucks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Listen. Listen. A-plus material here. That's going to be my Genesis oh, one. Oh, man. Oh. I wonder if the theme has to be Genesis, too, or if I can if I can riff. I would just find a song that I agree with, and then once the song was over, go, I agree, and then walk off the stage. <laughs> I, I kind of wish that it was slam poetry to any song. Like you just go in there and do slam poetry to Sp- Spanish flea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, put on put on WAP. Yeah, do slam poetry to that. Oh man, 
Um, so, for dealing with an axe murderer in the title, the axe murderer in the title, um, there's not really an axe murderer in this. <laughs> no, I. Well, the I title. Mean... Go ahead. By the end, there, she, is. there is at the end, but she, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they don't say it. Like there, at no point does he actually look at the camera and say, so I married an ax murderer. Like, it's just like, no, she's, she's a murderer. She killed her other husbands. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a small thing, but it, it always... she, had, she had an ax at one point. Yeah. That. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm going off of. Yeah, um, it it did ruin one part for me though because he was like worried. There was that scene where he was worried that like she was gonna poison him, and she went to give him a drink. And I'm like, no, 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 she uses axes. You're fine. Drink that. Yeah, like it, like it, it ruined the tension of the scene for me. I I do I like the setup of the character that he's playing being unable to commit to a relationship, and then mm-hmm. like finally committing, and then telling his buddy, don't let me mess this one up. And then all of a sudden he's just like, wait, I have legitimate concerns. And he's like, no, you don't like, it's okay. Um, I really like his friends scenes in this mostly because of the late Alan Arkin, uh, the police captain. Right. Right. Who like, I just like that the movie takes a break from the main story and Mike Myers just to be like, you know, I'm a cop, but I never got to do the stuff cops do in movies or TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the movie is just the captain yelling at me. Damn it. If you don't do this right, your badge is going to be on my desk. Like, yeah. how was that? Was that, that too much? Like, <laughs> just Alan Arkin's performance in this is fantastic. Yeah. Rest no, in peace. That honestly is probably my favorite part of the movie is all those breaks in uh, dealing with the captain. Were there any other cameos that you guys saw that you enjoyed? Oh, the friend Rose. Where do I know her from? I, I should have looked this up before she, the podcast. She is played by Amanda Plummer, who was mm-hmm. just on Star Trek Picard season three as the bad guy. Is She's she? also uh, in Pulp Fiction. That's where I know her from. Okay, got it. Because she showed up and I'm like, oh, it's her. And just assumed that it would come to me where I knew her from yeah. and never actually looked into it. Yeah. She, she's I, the, I liked her. She's the daughter of the late Christopher Plummer. Is she? Yes. Oh, okay. Which, which the whole Star Trek thing is like, he played the bad guy in the last Kirk and Spock movie. And she played the bad guy in the last Picard oh, story. That's kind of like, cool it's though. It's like a circle. Um, Ryan, anyone? I have, yeah, I actually have um, a few, actually. I, I, mm. I had to go to IMDb to get the names. Um, Charles Gordon, yeah. the driver of the car, uh, him. Uh, f- uh, uh, Debbie Miser, Miser, the date that his buddy brought to the diner. Oh, what do, yeah. Where do you know her from? Um, I've seen her in a bunch of stuff from the nineties. Whenever I see her, I'm like, Oh, I know her, but then okay. I can never re- recall right now. The movie that the, like the main empire records. 
Empire Be- Records probably. Beethoven's prob- second. There, there's also that one too. Like I said, she's in a lot of stuff. So, I mean, whenever I see her, I'm like, oh. Um, and then I was surprised that Flatboy Slim was in this movie. There was a very almost bald, skinny guy dancing. I'm just going to say that that's Flatboy. I'm just gonna say that that's who that uh, say who that was. Was that or is that Moby? That might be Moby. One of them. <laughs> wait, wait, was it actually Moby? Or that you was just, a like, joke. Claiming... That was a oh, joke. Good. Okay. I saw the guy dancing. He was rail thin and he was bald. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> Fat Boy Slim or Moby? I, I think I think Moby's the one I'm actually thinking of. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, he probably is. Uh, <laughs> Phil... I always forget Phil Hartman's in this. Like, I miss yeah. Phil Hartman so yeah. much. Um, but he, he has a fun scene like and even um, there's a scene at the newspaper w- with um, Kramer and oh um, I forget the other guy's name but he was like the landlord on Friends he was the landlord on Friends he was in uh, the Wayne's World movie too yeah mm. just their scene where they're like talking about these murders and like yeah we know like we get it like it's okay like we we know that they, they were real people like you don't need like just back off man like it's okay like i get it like there are just so many we- like f- weird moments in this that almost take you out of the movie but they're so funny that it, it's entertaining it's a really silly world they make in it yeah. But like I, I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, and I think the world kind of continues. Like there kind of was a semi sequel to this. What? Yeah, there was a Mike Myers show on Netflix last year called The Pentaveret. Yeah. Uh, which is what the dad is talking about in this, the secret society. Really? Yeah. Have either of you seen this? I have not. No. I wanted to rewatch this movie before I watched it, but it's Mike Myers doing a bunch of different characters. Uh, it's got Debbie Mazur, who you just mentioned, Ryan, <laughs> in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got a whole bunch of people. But yeah, they, they kind of made a sequel or followed up on that idea of the Pentaveret. <laughs> Um, oh, that's so cool! Yeah, why did I not watch this show? I because you had you hadn't seen the movie yet. Oh, that's fair. Now I really yeah. want to though. I mean, this looks um, very fun. Yeah. Um. The other thing I wanted to talk about as to why I wanted to do this movie is the soundtrack. I might not unpack yeah. everything, but I unpacked my CDs. Um, <laughs> You've got a bunch of like a bunch of '90s uh, pop rock stuff on here. You got um, Toad the Rat Sprocket, um, Spin Doctors, The Laws, um, Mike Myers doing slam poetry. <laughs> Wait, that made the soundtrack? Yeah, uh, this poem suck is on the soundtrack. Okay, yep, I'm getting it. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to be honest. That was probably the best use of uh, what was it? The the two the spin doctors, two princes. 
that I've seen. Just like that, I don't know, like that panning shot into like them standing on a boat. I was like, yeah, man, this is a good song for this. The, such a bad use of police resources just for the two of them to go out to Alcatraz. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Hold on, now I forgot about, I just remembered the Alcatraz scenes. Yeah, with Phil what was it? Was it tour guide's name? He was Victoria or Vicky or something? Vicky. Vicky. That was it. John Johnson. You can call me Vicky. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. My name's John Johnson, but but my friends call me Vicky. That was it. Yeah. And then oh. and then uh, and then Myers goes, oh, I love Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, that yeah. was a really good part too. Um Devin, did you say you're going to Scotland? I am. I'm going to Scotland. I leave in a couple hours, actually. You going to do anything fun in, in Scotland? I mean, mostly it's going to be a lot of work trips. But I'm going to try to take in some some local cuisine, I think. Uh, have you been to a bar that does karaoke in Scotland? No. No. Can, can, uh, can you at least walk by or just pop your head in in a place? Because I want to know if they do karaoke to the actual like music like we do here in the States. Or if they just have, like, a drunk bagpiper off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly hope it's that. If it's not, I'll be disappointed. Uh, I don't know. What kind of food should I have while I'm up there? I've, I've like, I've, I've toured a few of the, like, the places that I've, like, gone to already that are kind of by the office. Is there any, like, very Scottish food that any of you would recommend? A scotch egg. A scotch egg? Yeah. That's my Maybe. recommendation. Haggis, they brought it up in the movie. Hey, you said oh, it! You said the secret word! You said the secret word! <laughs> Guys, it was Haggis. I had no idea there was even a secret word, so I mean... Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Haggis. It was a... Yeah, you said it! Uh... This is the part that I remember from Pee Wee's Playhouse that I remember yeah. really liking. Yeah. Um, Aww. Su- surprise. That, that's our. Yeah, that's we, our did yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we did it, Ryan. We did it for you. Because we knew you grew up on Pee Wee. My couch, it stopped smiling. So now I'm more comfortable now. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, but I did remember the movie that I know her from. Okay. Why what is I always it? remember her toys. Okay. Oh, sure. Because she's the nurse. She's she's the nurse that's in love with L O Cool J. Um, watching the movie, my wife turned to me. She's like, "Uh, Harriet was the wife on a sitcom, wasn't she?" And I was like, "I don't know. Uh, she was the <laughs> wife on Last Man Standing, the Tim Allen show that ran for a few seasons." Oh, a interesting. Few years ago. The, the, I heard that the, one got really popular. It did, and that yeah, I have only watched the scenes that have the people from Home Improvement where they make jokes about Home Improvement. Oh, that's fun. Okay, yeah, like his all the right parts of it. Yeah, like at one point, he comes back on as Tim the Toolman Taylor and talks to his new character. It's what? very weird, and yeah, Tim. It's Allen's, very strange. Tim Allen's a choice. Um, but <laughs> sorry, I I I now have to bring up this story because it's nothing to do with the movie. But I, when I was growing up, one of 
one of the people uh, that my mom was dating, we went over to her house and we were like, oh, do you know what we should watch? I think it was like Jungle to Jungle or something. And he goes, there will be no Tim Allen movies in this house. And like to this day, I don't know what his problem was. But I is, think about it all the time. Is it because Mike, I hope a, you're okay. Is it because he was arrested for drugs in the seventies? It I that would make me want to watch him more. I because, can't imagine because why. Because even then he was trying to get to infinity and beyond. <laughs> we need to make an island tells a bad joke sound. Yes. Wait, I might have one. I might have one. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> it's actually pretty good, though. There we go. I still got, I still got the free release sounds in there. <laughs> I don't know. That might... Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Wait, I got, I got it. That's oh yeah okay that's classic well done yep. all right um anything else for so i made an axe murderer so no. the only the only things that i remembered from this before watching it was him running away from the murderer on the roof mm. um and him is his dad yelling at the TV during 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 the soccer game. Those were the only two things that I remembered from this because I think I saw this maybe bef- before I was fifteen, definitely. Last time I saw it, so those were the only two things I even remembered from it. Okay, I think I think my last thing is: Did you guys get caught in the internet trap in this movie? Because I definitely did when looking up the cast of the movie where there was a brief three seconds of my life where I fully believed that the redhead that head they were making fun of was Carrot Top because someone's tagged him as Carrot Top on the internet and it's not him, but the internet keeps saying it's him and keeping keeps that joke running. Carrot, even as a child, <laughs> Carrot Top had that bone structure, so no, I did not think that that was Carrot Top. I totally did. I was about to get on here and be like, guys, did you catch Carrot Top? And no, it wasn't him, but the internet keeps saying it is. And that might be my favorite thing. It's like Sputnik spher- spherical, but quite pointy at parts. <laughs> he's I mean, that's gonna, top. He's going to go cry himself to sleep tonight on that huge pillow. Like, I just love that. And just Anthony LaPaglia, like trying not to laugh. The whole time mm-hmm. is what makes that even because you know that's just Mike Myers improving like it, mm-hmm. it's hysterical like I, I want more of that I hope that's what the pentabrit is to a point like I want him to just like riff yeah I hope it is I hope because when you do any of that when you do something like Austin Powers it's kind of hard to just riff like that mm-hmm. but I I I I am probably gonna go watch the pentabrit after this. <sighs> Okay, I want to hear. Does does this count? Can we talk about it next week if you watch it? Like, you got to tell me if it's yeah. Well, well, even if just a thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, like I just gotta know. Yeah, I'll let you know. Oh, perfect. Um. So yeah, that does it for my my pick this week of so I married an axe murderer. Devin, next week's your pick. Are you gonna keep the San Francisco train a rolling trolley? Of course a-rolling? I am. Of course I am. Why would I? I like that. 
Why would I ever, ever break it? Guys, next week we are watching the 1997 classic George of the Jungle. Brian, have you seen George of the Jungle? Yeah, 1997? Yeah. That came out in 1997? Starring yeah. Brendan Fraser. That's a 1997 movie? Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, no, I just yeah. watched it like three weeks ago. <laughs> Did you just watch it three weeks ago? I love that movie. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched it since 1998, so. This counts then. We're counting yeah. it. This is what we're doing. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, good. It's I can't of, wait. It's one of the movies that Kristen and I put on whenever, like, we don't have enough time to watch a full movie, but there's nothing really on that we really want to watch, uh, is we'll put that on. I, it's an hour and a half long. I will find well, no, my... No, 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 because, we're not, because, we, because, because it doesn't matter if we don't finish it or not. Like I said, if it's not, if we're like an hour to watch something. I will find my I Support Brendan Fraser, Fraser pin and wear it proudly yes. on the show next week. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to that. So that'll be our trilogy of San Francisco f- set movies. Uh, because part of it takes place in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we have to come up with interconnected lore and headcanon. So get ready for that question, guys. Well, you already got the connection between Vertigo and this. So. Do you? Yeah. That part. <laughs> I might have to rewatch this. That park. Oh, the park. Oh, yeah. okay. Fair. Yeah. Um. Until next week, you can uh, subscribe to You Have to Watch This Podcast on YouTube. Listen to us on Spotify. Uh, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, we're everywhere except for Stitcher. Stitcher, that's going away, but we're still there. If it, you can oh. still download it, um, um, you can see Ryan and I at the Harrisburg Pop and Comic Con with our friends at Rum Runners Podcast on August twenty sixth and twenty seventh. Right? Are those the dates? Yeah. Um, you can see us there. We'll be doing some fun giveaways, giving away some movie posters, merch, other fun things. So come out, say hi. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, until next time for you have to watch this podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. This podcast sucks. (laughs) 